Uh, welcome. Uh, this is the Seraph Covering Cherub. Uh, today we're going to go over into ministry specifics. Uh, the last time we covered uh, a lot of material, but let's just summarize if we could do that in, in three things before we go, in, before we go into the uh, specifics. Uh, number one, uh, you need to remember that God only speaks through a prophet. God does not speak through a philosopher. God does not speak through a doctor of medicine. God doesn't speak through a, a philosopher, a theologian. Uh, God doesn't speak through a scientist. Uh, God speaks through a prophet. In other words, God brings a person, a being, into existence for the sole purpose of communicating with his people. So God is not going to change how he communicates. He's not going to make an exception for you. So you either hear the prophets, uh, what the prophets have to say. In other words, the true prophets that God sends that are his prophets. Because there are false prophets as there are false teachers. So, yeah, God is not going to make an exception for you. So you either accept what God has to say through his prophets or you reject the things that God says through his prophets. Uh, yeah, I mean, just just that's how God uh, says it is. No, he's not going to change for you. Uh, number two is the Holy Spirit is the one that opens your understanding and the one that brings you an understanding. So God is not about knowledge. You know, knowledge is something that we employ in the world. Uh, you use methods and approaches to get to those uh, findings, and once you have those findings, uh, you call you call that knowledge, and so that knowledge uh, brings you some understanding of the world, and so you have sciences, and the sciences, you know, the word science it means you know basically uh, to get to know, but with God is different, you know God doesn't employ uh, scientific methods, uh, there's no scientists you know amongst the heavenly beings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's no philosophers either uh, there's no theologians you know there's no uh, doctors amongst the uh, heavenly beings you know that uh, in in the in, in the other world where God created you know beings so this is only unique to this world you know we have sciences and etc cetera, etc cetera. now with with God is different see so you have to make that distinction you have to know where you are. This is, this is different territory. And in fact, this is the only thing that exists. Because in other worlds where God created intelligent beings, uh, they live according to the wisdom of God. You know, God is the one who uh, holds the universes together. God is the one that gives life because God is life. So in this world, because of sin, uh, we were separated from God. And so God is going to teach you. God is going to tell you what happened. And these are things that happened before your time. And so the way for you to uh, come around and, and, and get to accept these things is through faith. Uh, we talked a little about faith last time also. But we, before we get into that, so remember, God only speaks through a prophet. It is God the Holy Spirit that opens your understanding and it's God the Holy Spirit 
that teaches us. So it is not a theologian, it is not a pastor, it is God, the Holy Spirit. And the third thing that we uh, covered the last time is basically uh, the holy writings interpret themselves. So the messages that God has for his people, the interpretation, in other words, what it means, and what it means is only one meaning. There is no uh, multiple meanings. There is just one meaning, period. So those main three things we cover the last time. Uh, and I want to emphasize this because uh, sometimes, you know, people uh, fool themselves thinking that God is going to change uh, because in their mind they think of themselves as being intelligent when they question something that God has to say. I mean, remember, um, you're not going to lose anything with me here because what I'm telling you is the teachings of God and what I'm preaching to you is uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ. So everything that you hear here is coming from the holy writings. It's not even coming from me. So, and our teacher here is God, the Holy Spirit. Now, he is the one that is open your understanding, and he is the one that is going to teach you. But his teachings are such that only he can impart, and they are in the Holy Writings. So, you don't need to get any other books, um, any other resources that you know, most people get to, to use and employ. All you need is the Holy Writings. Now, uh, that was one thing that we covered the last time. But what we also spoke about uh, faith, uh, trusting God, and obedience. Now, in the world, instead of having faith in God, uh, they have their own philosophies. Uh, instead of trusting God, uh, they come up with their own religion. Uh, there's like a what about five thousand religions in the world, you know, and each one has uh, its own gods and a different way of, you know, doing rituals to uh, their gods. And instead of obedience to God's commands, uh, then men come up with theologies, you know. So you have people who. Uh, rather than obey God, they decide to make up a theology. You know, a way to distract the mind from uh, doing what God is wanting you to do. You know, to obey uh, His commands. Now, you have to you have to also make a a distinction, and this is why uh, when we go into the ministry specifics, uh, we like to clarify these things because um, it is not a philosophy, it is not a religion. And it's not a theology that you're going to be looking into the Holy Writings. The Holy Writings is a message that God sends to you through a prophet. So you have to listen to what the prophet says, if that prophet is from God. But you only listen the message that God says to that prophet. And in fact, if it's a prophet from God, he'll tell you. And in many instances... Uh, you'll hear, you know, the prophets uh, that say, you know, the word of the Lord is this. And then they tell you what it is. 
So the prophets are not people who came up with their own ideas or concepts. Uh, uh, <laughs> so uh, they're not uh, scientists who come up with a method, you know, an approach. Uh, that's that's ridiculous, right? So you have to you have to stay in tune with with God is teaching you. So in the world you have sciences. And so you have an approach, you have a method, and you, know, you have an ontolo- ontological point of view, epistemological, you know, perspective uh, to validate whatever you think you have found, and those findings uh, become part of a knowledge base, and that knowledge base, you know, brings you to some uh, level of understanding. Now, with God, is different. See, there, there's no knowledge base. There is no corroboration with you trying to come up with a method to validate what God is telling you. You know, that's really ridiculous if you think about it. But we're going to go into those specifics to make a distinction between a created being and the Lord. Uh, Because God says that his name, his true name is the Lord. And he is the Lord because he created all things. They belong to him. Everything that exists, either visible or invisible, is there because God created it. Nothing exists by itself. So, remember faith, trusting in God, and obedience to God. Uh, but because of sin, you know, men chose to come up with their own philosophies, their own religion, and their, and their own theology. And so God doesn't need a philosopher. God doesn't need a a religious person. God doesn't need a theologian. God sends a prophet. And so what you have in the Holy Writings is the messages that God sent to his prophets. Now, when when we bring you the specifics, you know, what we mean is it is God the Holy Spirit that is going to teach you. It is God the Holy Spirit uh, who is going to open your understanding, and it's God the Holy Spirit who is going to interpret the meaning of those things that are in the Holy Writings. So you don't have to come up with a method. You don't have to come up with an approach of your own. But if you want to call it an approach, if you want to call it a method, uh, we're going to go over some of those things today. But I am my ministry you know, given by God. And what I bring to you is not my knowledge, because this is not about knowledge. This is the teachings of God, and this is the gospel of Jesus. So it is God the Holy Spirit that teaches us, and it's God the Holy Spirit that imparts His understanding in the Holy Writings. So when we share... You know, first of all, you know, we glorify uh, my maker and uh, we bless others. And I would like to share from God the Father through uh, he, God the Holy Spirit, in the name of he, uh, Yeshua, uh, the Christ, meaning the Messiah, meaning the Son of God, meaning Yahweh of the Old Testament, 
So Jesus, uh, Yeshua, uh, in his name. So we like to, uh, we love to share, you know, Christ, uh, who is the light of the world. Uh, we, we love to share about God the Father, uh, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, uh, the science of oneness with himself, you know, how God is uh, three persons in one, you know, three beings in one being. Uh, God the Father, God the Son, Yahweh, uh, who is Michael, you know, the archangel. Um, in some teachings from, from other, you know, uh, religions, they, they, they teach you that Michael is, it's another heavenly being, but, but it is not. So Michael is Jesus. What Jesus is to us, Michael is to the heavenly beings. Uh, Michael, who is the, the great prince, you know, the archangel, the commander-in-chief of the holy host, uh, the heavenly beings, is, is Christ, you know, uh, the Messiah. So when you hear the word the Christ, it means the anointed one of God, the one that is equal to God, the one that is God, and that is Jesus of Nazareth. Now, God the Holy Spirit, uh, we also share about Jesus Christ, you know, his second coming, uh, the science of salvation, the science of redemption, the truth about angels, and of course, uh, much, so much more. Uh, and all of these, uh, we're going to be um, studying from our source of literature. So remember how we said that in the world, you know, you have your sciences, and so, you know, through a scientific method in those things that are, you know, scientific, you have an approach and you have a method. You employ the two to validate what you find. And so once you, uh, your findings, you know, have been validated and the method that you employ, you know, uh, substantiates the uh, findings, so you come up with knowledge, you know, which is the ontological and epistemological, you know, point of view of that thing that you found. And so that's knowledge. And that brings you to a level of understanding. That's in the, in, in, in the world. So the things that we do in this world. Now with God is different. What do I mean by that? Well, you're going to find the, when Jesus was on earth, you know, he made a blind person be able to see. Uh, there is no science that you can employ to validate that. You see, that's just, just doesn't work like that. It's ridiculous. In fact, if you think about it, it's impossible. So if you, if you, if you come up with people who uh, want to question God because they think they're intelligent or because they think they can question, you know, scientifically, whatever. Uh, you have to remember that a science is not above the intellect. It is the intellect that created the scientific method. And it's just a way for us to know what we think we know in the world, you know. And, and so uh, with God is different. So there is no method that you can create, you know, to study how God you know, gave sight to somebody who was born blind or how God, you know, make uh, uh, someone who was dead to come back to life. 
you know, don't uh, uh, don't invent because it's just impossible. If you think and if you are intelligent, you say that's impossible. I mean, there is no method that you can employ. So we would like to share about God uh, from from God the God the Father, of course, you know, through uh, uh, God the Holy Spirit, who is our teacher. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now, if you want to use the word literature, you know, basically, uh, the only writings that we employ are the holy writings, which is the only authority. Uh, of course, the holy writings uh, does not include the apocryphal books. Uh, those are books, you know, from prophets that do not speak among themselves in the holy writings. Uh, for example, when you and I, uh, when I share with you, you know, the holy writings, uh, you're going to learn that uh, God brought into existence all the prophets for the sole purpose of delivering the messages to his people. That was their job. That was the reason of their existence in this world. Okay. Uh, for example, you have the prophet uh, Moses. Yeshua, uh, you have uh, Samuel, Esdras, Nehemiah, David, Moses, uh, Solomon, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Daniel, Joel, Amos. Uh, so these are prophets whom God brought into existence to deliver a message. Now, the importance is not about the prophet either. You know, it's not what Moses thought of these things. It's not uh, that Moses was a writer, you know, like in the world you have writers. Uh, none of these are writers. These are just, uh, I don't want to say just, but um, uh, these are prophets. Uh, big difference. So when we uh, study the holy writings, you know, we have to remember that the, these are prophets. These are not writers who come up with their own inventions, you know. And then uh, we also, uh, we don't use them here, but uh, there are some writings from Ellen G. White, uh, which is the lesser light, uh, who is also a prophet from God. Uh, you may, you know, look into those writings by yourself. Uh, we have studied what she has written, you know, and I know you're, you're going to find some difficulties in trying to figure out which is the message from God, uh, and you're not going to be alone by yourself, but uh, if you read carefully, you know, whatever has been published, you know, whatever has been published, uh, you can, um, you can read when she says, you know, uh, the angel spoke to me and, and said this. Um, but we don't use them here. You know, I only use the holy writings uh, because, in fact, even herself says, you know, meaning Ellen G. White, uh, the Bible, the Bible, and only the Bible. And, of course, that is no news, you know, because that's basically what the uh, holy writings, you know, teaches you. It is only the holy writings, the holy writings, and the holy writings. You have to be very careful very, very careful, you know, who is the source 
of whatever you're saying that God is uh, teaching or uh, preaching. Um, because, you know, unfortunately, it is, it is uh, how the world operates. You know, God says one thing, but then man comes around and says another thing. Now, God calls that evil. You know, so uh, remember those things. So the other thing is the approach. So when you open the Holy Writings, um, in Matthew, God says, uh, take my yoke on you and learn from me, Jesus, because I am gentle, meek, and humble, lowly in heart. In heart, it means in mind, you know, your mind. Um, now, the right approach and framework of mind, approach the Word of God, that is Jesus, with faith and a humble spirit. Now, these accordingly are the right approach and framework of mind that will lead you to bringing you closer and closer to Jesus uh, that is much greater light every single time, all the times, even in eternity. Yeah, I mean, that's the only approach. So if you want to use an approach, that's how you want to come up, uh, to come up you know, before God. Uh, with faith, you know, that uh, there is a God. And of course, you know, faith doesn't mean that a God wants you to believe in Him just because He wants you to believe in Him. God gives you evidence to support and substantiate what He says. And and you're able to, to see that evidence because He created you intelligent. And that's part of the intelligence. Anyhow, so remember, you must be careful to do everything. I am Yahweh. I am commanding you. Now, do not add to it or subtract from it. Uh, you're going to find that in Deuteronomy. I also know that whatever God does will endure forever. Nothing can be added to it and nothing taken away from it. God has made it this way so that men will fear him. Whatever exists now has already been, and whatever will be has already been, for God will seek to do again what has occurred in the past. Ecclesiastes. Furthermore, every word of God is pure. He is a shield to those who put their trust in him. Do not add to his words, lest he rebuke you, and you be found a liar. Proverbs tells us that. In other words, you know, it's a prophet. That's Solomon. So it's not a book that is teaching you. It's, it's God who is teaching you. Now his own iniquities entrap, entrap the wicked man, and he is caught in the courts of his sin. Proverbs. Now I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to them May God add to him the plagues which are as written in this book. If anyone takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, may God take away his part from the tree of life and out of the holy city which are written in this book. Now he who testifies these things says, Yes, I come quickly. Amen. 
Yes, I come, Lord Jesus. Indeed, amen. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you, all the saints. Amen. Now, therefore, remember we're talking about an approach. The sacrifices God desires are a humble spirit. Oh, God, a humble and repentant heart you will not reject. Psalms. Shout out praises to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with joy. Enter his presence with joyful singing. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us and we belong to him. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give him thanks. Praise his name. For the Lord is good. His loyal love endures and he is faithful through all generations. Psalms. Now then he, Jesus, God the Son, opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. Now this is key. If you come before God, meaning when you open the holy writings, you're not going to come to an understanding of the teachings that God has for you unless he opens your mind so that you can understand. Uh, there's, a, there's a big difference, right? Uh, for example, uh, think for a moment, uh, your hand. Let's say that you have your five fingers, right? And if you're able to bend your hand, you know, from the joints, you didn't have to come up with a method to, you know, uh, be able to do that, right? <laughs> it, that is something that God gave to you. So you didn't have to think about it. Uh, it's something that God gave you. <laughs> so... So there, there is there is the same thing with, you know, understanding. So God gives you understanding. So he has to open your mind. Uh, and even Jesus, you know, said that is the Holy Spirit that is going to teach you. Now, but when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth, meaning what God says. Now, when Jesus was questioned about what the truth is, Jesus said, I am the truth. Meaning, whatever I tell you is truth. So God tells you what truth is. It's just, just how it is with God. Now for he, God the Holy Spirit, will not speak on his own authority, but he will speak whatever he hears and will tell you what is to come. Now he, God the Holy Spirit, will glorify me because he will receive from me what is mine and will tell it to you. Everything that the Father, God the Father, has is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will receive from me what is mine and will tell it to you. So see, it is only God the Holy Spirit that can teach. There is no human method there is no theology that uh, can be elaborated or created to tell you what the Holy Writings have to teach. It is God, the Holy Spirit, that will teach. Now, however, 
So any other approach and framework of mind will lead you to confusion. That is, wrong interpretations, uh, conflicting theories, false theories, fables, and even another gospel. In other words, an approach of doubt and unbelief coupled with what you want to prove or disprove, support or reject, will simply, will simply turn you away from the light. That is Jesus. That is the Word of God. So Jesus said, I am the light of the world. In other words, He is the truth. You know, So the truth is not a concept. It's not an idea. It is what God tells you. So everything that comes out of the mouth of the Lord is truth. Okay, so, so it's not about what you what you can you know uh, what you can prove or disprove. You know, so if you uh, do not believe that there is a God, if you have unbelief, and based on that unbelief you want to prove or disprove something, uh, it doesn't work like that. So God is telling you the way that you need to approach Him. And our example is Jesus. See, Jesus was humble. That's what he's telling you. you know. Uh, and that's why God says that he will not reject someone who is humble and repentant. Now, Jesus, Jesus, uh, who is our example, you know, he says, look at me. I am meek and humble, lowly in heart. And, and it has to be like that, right? Because God created us in his image in the beginning, before man commits sin. But so, uh, approaching the Word of God, the holy writings, is with a, a gentle and a humble heart. So don't think that you are smarter than God. Don't think that you're more intelligent than God. Well, if you think like that, you're not thinking really, but uh, that's the main difference, you know, with the holy writings. So the holy writings, uh, you either come how God is telling you, because if you don't, uh, He's not going to teach you, and He's not going to bring you to understandings that you would have never thought possible that you could get by your own. It's just impossible. So God is telling you beforehand how to approach Him. Because when you open the Holy Writings, it's like if you're before the presence of God. You know, because God is speaking through the prophets to tell you His message. Now, that's why it says that the sacrifices that God desires are a humble spirit. It says in Psalms, you know, O oh God, a humble and repentant heart you will not reject. Shout out praises to the Lord, hold the earth. You know, beautiful psalm. And so Jesus opened their minds, and they were able to understand. So for the most part, when you go in the world, right, to a, a university and you get a degree, you know, you have a, a diploma, so you went through a structure of, you know, a knowledge that was gathered through uh, methods that, you know, produce findings 
and you learn a scientific method, which is, I mean, it's really not something out of this world. I mean, it's something that you can understand. You know, you need the intellect to understand it. So, in other words, scientific knowledge or scientific method is not above uh, the intellect. Now, but is it is the Holy Spirit, Jesus teaches. It is the Holy Spirit, you know, the Spirit of Truth, that is gonna guide you into all truth. So here with me, it is not me. It is God, the Holy Spirit, that is going to guide you into all truth. Now, for He, the Holy Spirit, will not speak on His own authority, but He will speak whatever He hears, and He will tell you what is to come. Now he, God the Holy Spirit, will glorify me because uh, he will receive from me what is mine and he will tell it to you. Everything that the Father has is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will receive from me uh, what is mine and will tell it to you. That is in John, uh, one of the disciples uh, from Jesus. So if you don't approach it like this if you come with your own framework of approach is only going to lead you lead you to confusion you know wrong interpretations uh, conflicting theories false theories fables and even another gospel so your unbelief coupled with doubts and whatever you want to prove or disprove it's just going to keep you away from jesus and jesus is the light of the world now, without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Now, of course, now faith in God is not blind, you know, or blindfolded. But some may argue. And remember, God is not a philosopher, so God doesn't argue with you as you would argue in the world, Right? So God doesn't do scientific studies. You know, God doesn't have heavenly beings doing, you know, scientific studies. It's, it's just a pure, you know, stupidity to think like that. It is only in the world that we need those things. Right? So what God is us is telling you, you know, is is faith. You know, faith cannot be a, something that you can acquire by yourself. Now you're going to learn that it's God, the Holy Spirit, that gives you faith. That's, that's how it works. But it's not blindfolded. Yeah, blindfolded. You know, some may argue. Now, on the contrary, you know, God has provided and continues to provide us with more than enough evidence on which to base our faith. So faith is not blind. Instead, it is based on evidence. In fact, there is hard evidence all around us that points to the truth that is God. In earlier times, you establish the earth. So in other words, look at creation. The skies are your handiwork. Therefore, do not be deceived. God will not be made a fool. For a person will reap what he sows. Because the person who sows to his own flesh will reap corruption from the flesh. But the one who sows to the Spirit will reap eternal life from the Spirit. Uh, Galatians, now Paul, 
who writes there in Galatians. So this is the approach. It's really up to you to decide if you want to ask God to give you a meek and humble heart. These are not things that you can acquire by yourself. These are not things that you can get on your own. Remember, it's like your body. Look at your body. In the look at your sight, your hearing. If you're able to listen, if you're able to hear, uh, if you are a person with a disability, that's different. But if you were born, you know, with the ability to see, you know, with sight, hearing, you didn't do anything, you know, because God gave it to you. The same is with faith. God gives you faith. And the way to get faith is to ask God to give it to you. <laughs> so, anywho, and anyhow, so that's the approach. Now, what I'm teaching you is what God teaches. So this is how God, the Holy Spirit, will come into your life and will open your understanding if you come before God with a meek and humble heart. Now, you cannot acquire that on your own. Uh, God has to give it to you, right? Now, the other thing is a method. So if you want to... If you want to think of a method, right? Um, the methodology comes from God Himself. So the Holy Writings, of course, not including the apocryphal books, um, the Holy Writings are not of private interpretation, imagination. Now, Peter, inspired by the Holy Spirit, teaches you that. So, no one can say, you know, I'm the only one who can interpret the Holy Writings. I mean, people say those things, but uh, whoever says those things is, is not from God. Because they are not from private. They're not uh, private interpretations or imagination. You know, this is God, the Holy Spirit, who inspired uh, the prophet. And the prophet wrote the message. And so, the only one who can interpret the meaning of what is said in the Holy Writings is the one who gave the message, and that is the Holy Spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit inspired the writers of the Bible, and God the Holy Spirit himself is the interpreter. That's what Peter says, that the Holy Spirit teaches us, not in words which man's wisdom teaches, that is, not human sciences, uh, much less human opinions, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual things. So comparing spiritual truth, truth with spiritual truth. Uh, remember that is God the Holy Spirit that will guide you to all truth. So you're going to compare truth with truth, biblical truth. Uh, that's something that you will find in First uh, Corinthians, the Paul. You know, inspired by the Holy Spirit, wrote. Now, God inspired every scripture, that is, the writings of both, the Old Testament, 39 books, and the writings of the New Testament, 
27 books. A total of 66 books, writings. Now, they're useful for teaching, for reproof, for corruption, and for training. That is instruction in righteousness. That the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Paul writes in 2 Timothy. To sum and to conclude, the Bible interprets itself. So the holy writings interpret themselves, comparing one spiritual truth with another spiritual truth, a little bit from here, a little bit from there. That's how the prophet tells you. But the only one who can guide you to that truth is the one who inspired the prophets, and that is the Holy Spirit. Pretty simple, really. Uh, and, and these things you know because God gave you the intelligence to understand them. Now let the name of God be praised forever and ever, for wisdom and power belong to Him. He changes times and seasons, deposing some kings and establishing others. He gives wisdom to the wise. He imparts knowledge to those who with understanding. He reveals deep and hidden things. He knows what's in the darkness, and light resides with him. That is the prophet Daniel. However, there is a God in heavens who reveals mysteries, and he has made it known to King Nebuchadnezzar what will happen in the times to come. That is Daniel. Now, Joseph replied to Pharaoh, It is not within my power, but God will speak concerning the welfare of Pharaoh. Then Joseph said to Pharaoh, Both dreams of Pharaoh have the same meaning. God has revealed to Pharaoh what he is about to do. Now secret things, dark clouds surround him, belong to the Lord our God. But those that are revealed by God the Holy Spirit belong to us and our descendants forever. Deuteronomy, uh, written by Moses, who is a prophet. Uh, Moses was not a theologian. Uh, Moses was not a philosopher. He was not a scientist. He was a prophet of God. Someone who got brought into existence uh, for the sole purpose of uh, delivering uh, his people from Egypt, but also to uh, enlighten us with uh, truth that only God can give. So, now God has revealed this to us by the Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God, meaning the Holy Spirit. Now, Paul write this in 1 Corinthians. Now, the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants what must happen very soon, he made it clear by sending his angel to his servant John. Uh, Revelations 1.1. I gave you the... Uh, chapter and verse for one reason here. Um, the way God has spoke to his prophets, there is no chapter and there is no verse. You don't need that. In fact, that only comes to uh, be uh, uh, of um, you know things that uh, don't help. It doesn't help at all. You know, I mean, you really have to get to know the holy writings like the back in front of your hand. You know, you, uh, 
should have read the holy writings, you know, a few times, from Prophet Moses all the way through the Prophet John in the New Testament. In fact, there is no Old Testament or New Testament. Uh, those those are things that you know men have created because again you know men want to feel like they have control over something or that they know but but you don't need that you don't need chapters you don't need verses uh what you need is to hear uh, the message from the prophet in fact the the originals uh paul didn't write you know chapter 7 uh, verse 2 <laughs> You have to remember those things. Now, uh, if you use in something else, right? Any other, uh, or however, any other methodology uh, is going to lead you to teachings as doctrines, the commandments of men instead of God's commandments. Now, these people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me, and they worship me in vain. Teaching as doctrines, the commandments of men. Then the disciples came to him and said, Do you know that when the Pharisees heard you this saying, they were offended? And he said and replied, meaning Jesus replied to them, Every plant that my heavenly Father did not plant will be uprooted. Leave them. They are blind guides. If someone who is blind leads another who is blind, both will fall into a pit. Um, you, I mean, you have to tell me you, you, you can see that. <laughs> okay, that is in Matthew. So Matthew writes, you know, inspired by the Holy Spirit, of course. Now they worship me in vain, teaching us doctrines, the commandments of men. So men love to add to those things that God says. Why? Well, it's something to do with, you know, sin, something to do with uh, evil. Um, and so God wants you to be clear that only in the Holy Scriptures, within the messages of the prophets, God, the Holy Spirit, is telling you that it is He who reveals. It is not man. It is not a degree that you might have received from a program, you know, that supposedly studies God, no theology. Uh, it, it does not exist, but in the minds of some people. And you are deceived if you think like that. This is what the writings are telling you. This is what the Holy Spirit is teaching you. Only He can tell you what the doctrines of God are. If you do something else, if you do something aside from what He's telling you, well, that's a commitment from men. You know, that's what you either want to follow or the things that you want to believe but it's not the things that God is teaching you. So, if you do those things that God is not teaching you, then you worship Him in vain. Now, you could say that you are from God, but God doesn't recognize you as His. You know, He's just going to say, you know, He says, but He's not. Because it is not what you say, it is what the Holy Spirit says. It's a big difference between what you say and what the Holy Spirit says. So, you worship Him in vain, teaching us doctrines, the commandments of men, having no regard for the commands of God. 
Now mark. Now in sum, not given he do not pay attention to Jewish fables, any fable, any commandments of man that turn you from the truth. Now remember, uh, that's in Titus, uh, Paul writes in there. And so what, what the Holy Spirit is teaching you there is that a truth is what God tells you. And only God can tell you truth. Very, very important. So only God can teach you truth. Now, therefore, Peter and the apostles reply, we must obey God rather than people. No fables and commandments of men. Acts. In other words, Peter and John reply, whether it is right before God to obey you, fables and commandments of men, rather than God, well, you decide, for it is impossible for us not to speak. In other words, you know, we only obey God. We don't obey ideologies. We don't obey fables. We don't obey commandments of God. I mean, commandments of men. Uh, things that, you know, people who say that are from God created for you to do because they want to feel like they have power over you because you're doing what they tell you to do. Well, that's not something new, right? That's happened throughout human history, unfortunately, because men sin. So, as a result, if you come with the approach and the method that God uh, has shown you this afternoon, in my case here, so there are going to be results and outcomes. So let the true God reveal himself to you personally. So then just as sin entered the world through one man, Adam, and death through sin, and so death has spread to all people because all sin. Look, I was guilty of sin from birth, a sinner, the moment my mother conceived me. That's in the book of Psalms. For thou that wash thee with nitrate, a strong detergent, and take thee much soap, yea, thy iniquity is marked before me, says the Lord. Jeremiah. Now this is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance. The Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I, Paul, am first, as in First Timothy. Therefore come, let's consider your options, says the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they should be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they should be as wool. Isaiah, prophet Isaiah. Now Jesus is the only option. John, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me, to Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Matthew. Now therefore, Jesus, the Christ alone, has the authority to forgive sins. Matthew. Jesus, the Christ alone, is the Redeemer. Galatians. Jesus the Christ alone is the resurrection and the life. John. Jesus the Christ alone is the light of the world. The one who follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So, 
Be baptized in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Matthew. Obey everything I, Jesus, have commanded you. God's commandments. Matthew. I know that you, God, can do all things. No purpose of yours can be thwarted. Job 42. Apart from me, says God the Son, you can accomplish nothing. I am able to do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Philippians. Now remember, I, Jesus, am with you always to the end of ages. Matthew. Follow Jesus, the only example. For I, Jesus, have given you an example. So you should do as I have done for you. John. Book of John. Imitate and grow through sanctification by the power of God, the Holy Spirit, in Christ's character. Now be imitators of me, Paul says, just as I am also of Christ. Now Paul is not saying for you to imitate him, but to do what he's doing, which is to imitate God, you know, to follow the things that God says. Uh, that is in 1 Corinthians. Now, in other words, do what I do. You know, that is to imitate Christ, the only example. Now, for Jesus, God the Son alone is the way, the truth, and the life. John 14, 6. Uh, remember, you do not need chapters or verses. The way, the truth, and the life are neither abstracts nor concepts, much less ideas. But what God is, of course, God is a lot more than what he has revealed. He has revealed that he is above existence, the creator, he and him alone is. Life is found in Jesus. Uh, life is not found in water. Life is not found in a cup of coffee. <laughs> so, uh, God is life. Now, therefore, life depends on God. Now, you see, God doesn't exist. If God existed, God would have been created. But God is above existence. In other words, God created existence. That is, existence exists because God created it. So God is above existence. So there is a God who created all things into existence. Now, if you obey my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you these things so that my joy be with you and your joy may be complete. My commitment is this, to love one another just as I have loved you. John 15, 10, 14. So then whenever we have an opportunity, let us do good to all people and especially to those who belong to the family of faith. Of course, there is much more to come. Uh, but this is, in essence, the specifics of uh, our ministry. Uh, and remember, I am my ministry, so this is not something separate from me. But this is what God the Holy Spirit has given me. So I glorify my Maker and bless others. And I love to share from God the Father, through He, God the Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus Christ. God the Son, that is Michael, the great prince, the archangel, 
who is the Christ, who is Jesus of Nazareth. So, if you、uh, want to come to know God,、uh, He has to tell you. He has to impart wisdom and knowledge. So remember,、uh, with God, there is understanding that He gives.、Uh, there is no literature gathered through millenniums of years that the heavenly beings have kept in something better than a computer that we have, you know, these days, or in written form. It, it doesn't work like that. See, this is this is there is no comparison between. Between the things of the world and the things that God does,、uh, so、uh, the next time we're gonna go into、uh, beginning the writings of、uh, the prophet Moses, and、uh, you're gonna learn so much truth that God teaches us through a prophet. I'll see you the next time. May the Lord bless you,、uh, and we're also gonna do something different than we haven't done in these two. Uh, uh, sessions, and that is, you know, when we open the holy writings,、uh, we have to、uh, pray. We have to ask God to give us of His Holy Spirit. So God, the Holy Spirit, is、uh, with me, but also, you know,、um, He teaches us how we need to approach Him, because we need to have a meek and humble heart. If you're not meek and you're not humble, you're not gonna be able to have the understandings that God wants to give you. Just, just, just how it is. And you're gonna be learning so much truth.、Um, and the greatest of them all is that God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, so that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have. Eternal life. I'll see you the next time.